podcast where we talk about practical leadership, team building, theology, and how to create winning habits. I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. I'd love to hear from you, and don't forget to stick around until the end of the episode for this week's exciting book recommendation. Today we're going to be talking about the importance of writing our goals down. Now, I've done a couple of episodes here lately on goals. I did one on um, how to accomplish your goals. We did one on how to stick to your health and fitness goals for the new year. But today we're going to talk about why it's important that we actually write our goals down. Listen to this quote. Did you write your goals today? Remember, goals without action are like smoke in the air. They just dissipate, never becoming reality. How powerful is that? You know, writing our goals down is the first action step towards seeing them become reality. If we don't write them down, it's very unlikely that we'll follow through and do our part to seeing these goals fulfilled. But putting a goal on paper or even typing them into a computer screen or into your tablet or even your phone is the first tangible step that we can make to put ourselves in the proper frame of mind to work towards a specific goal. And I'm going to give you five Five reasons why it's important that we write our goals down. Number one, writing our goals down helps us define what we really want. When we write it down and when we look at it, it helps us to see it from a fresh perspective. To just have it in our mind is great, but when we write it down, um, we we can actually work with it and and, and modify it and change it to to, to get to where we exactly want. It's it's one thing to say, I want to lose weight in the coming year. But it's another thing to say that I want to be healthier in the coming year. And by losing 20 pounds, I'll have a healthier lifestyle. So writing our goal down and looking at it is going to help us to clarify and define what we really want. To just say that we want to uh, spend more time with our spouse or to have a date night with our spouse and to create that habit is great to have that in our minds. But to write it down and to modify it and say, I want to have a more fulfilling relationship with my spouse. And by and to do that, I want to create a date night once a week. And so by, by being able to look at it and modify it, um, we can really define what it is that we want to accomplish. So number one, write down what we want to... Uh, writing, writing the goal down helps us define what we want. Number two, writing our goals down will help motivate us to follow through. Just having it in our minds, just thinking about what we want is usually not enough to really motivate us. Studies have shown, though, that people that write their goals down are much, much more likely to be successful in seeing these goals come to fruition. So writing them down is the first step towards motivating ourselves to make these things become a reality. Number three, Writing them down will help us push through and overcome resistance. Listen, resistance is going to come. If you haven't read Stephen Pressfield's book, The, uh, the, the War of Art, powerful, powerful book on overcoming resistance. Now, he's, he's writing about 
um, the resistance that stops us from 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 writing, or the the the, the resistance that stops us from from doing art, the, the doing what we were passionate about doing. But those principles still apply um, to seeing our goals fulfilled. And I'll put a, a link in the show notes to Pressfield's book. It's a short little book, but it's very powerful. But writing our goal down will will be the first step to helping us push through and overcome that resistance. If we have the goal just in our mind, it's very easy to uh, rationalize and to forget about it and and to let other things occupy um, our attention. But when we write it down and we have it in front of us, that's the first step towards fighting the fight um, that's going to come when we try and accomplish something great in our lives. So we've mentioned three so far. We've talked about writing our goals down because it helps us um, define what we really want. We've talked about writing our goals down will motivate us to follow through. We've also talked about how writing our goals down will help us push through and overcome the resistance. Number four, when we write our goals down, there will be no missing, there will be no mistaking that we have accomplished or we didn't accomplish that particular goal. It's easy to forget about a goal when we just have it in our mind, but when we write it down and it's in front of us, there's going to be no mistaking the fact that we we fulfilled that goal. We lost the weight that we wanted to lose. We had a we set a date night for our wife with our wife or husband, and we're 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 keeping to it. Um, so we we either are or we aren't. But when we write it down, there's no mistaking it. And then number five, writing our goals down gives and, and 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 then being able to check them off when we complete them gives us a powerful satisfaction there's just something satisfying about being able to check off, check off a completed goal it it puts us in the frame of mind that we can accomplish anything and i just encourage you to to get into this habit of writing your goals down as we move into the new year because there's something so powerful about being able to say you know what i did what I wanted to do. I I set the goal, I I did the work, and I accomplished it. Now, after we've written our goals down, we need to keep going. The next step is we have to put them somewhere where we can see them. And it's something that we should review daily or at least several times a week. You know, you might, some people like to put these things on their bathroom mirror or maybe on your refrigerator. And the refrigerator is a great place to put your goals, especially if you have fitness and health goals. If you want to lose weight, if you're trying to get in shape, um, putting them on your refrigerator is a great place because when you want to go take that late night snack and you, you see that goal, it's going to help you to fight the resistance that we talked about. But put them somewhere where you can see them. Uh, for many years, I kept my list of goals in my Bible because that's usually the first thing I did in the mornings was I'd get my coffee and then and, and then I'll sit and read my Bible. Um, now I keep a note in Evernote, um, the uh, the digital uh, platform for for keeping notes, and and so I keep my 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 goals there and I review them if not daily at least several times a week. I go and I look and ask myself how I'm doing and what do I need to revise, what do I need to update. And, but but the main thing is put your goals where you can see them. And then, if you're a believer, if you're a person of faith, I encourage you to pray over your goals. Ask God for strength. Ask God to help you. Now, you have to do the work. 
You have to be the one to, to put the cookie down. You have to be the one to put the donut down if you're trying to lose weight. You, you have to be the one to go to the gym. You have to be the one to take the initiative to make that date night with your spouse. You have to be the one to curb your spending and, and change your spending habits if, if you're trying to get out of debt. But at the same time, as, as Christians, we can pray and ask God for help. We can ask God to guide us and we can help him ask God for strength to, to stay the course as we work through these things. Because God is all about working in his people to help us better ourselves. That's what the Holy Spirit came to do is to work inside of us and to give us grace and to give us strength to better ourselves. And so we're not in this process alone. And then also I would encourage you to, if you have a close friend or confidant or maybe even with your spouse, share these goals with them. And, and, and ask, ask them to hold you accountable. It's great to have somebody hold you accountable for some of these goals. Um, you know, if you're trying to lose weight, you might consider, as we said in, in one of the other podcasts, joining a, a support group or, 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 or something like that to, to help you um, to, for, with people that can hold you accountable. But connect with other people, with other like-minded people who are going to support you in, in seeing your goals to come to pass. And then the next thing, after you've written your goals down and you're, you're reviewing them on a regular basis and you're praying over them and you're meditating over them, I would encourage you to begin to visualize what your life will look like after that goal is fulfilled. Think about it. Imagine hearing someone compliment you on how good you look after you've lost that 20 pounds. Imagine the freedom that you will feel after you get that credit card paid off. Now listen, this is not wasted daydreaming. If you can't see the goal fulfilled in your imagination first, if you can't visualize that goal being fulfilled, it's not likely that you're going to follow through and do what needs to be done to bring it to pass. But of course, it all starts by writing it down. So this year, let's write our goals down Let's pray over them, let's meditate on them, and let's begin to see them fulfilled in our minds and then begin to take the steps to see them fulfilled in our lives. Well, now it's your turn. I'd love to hear from you. What have you been your struggles with seeing um, your goals fulfilled? What goals have you struggled with? I'd love to know and I'd love to pray with you. Um, go to davidspell.com. Leave me a comment in the comment section for today's post. Let me know where, what your successes are, your struggles are. You know, we all go through this every year, or at least we should, of, of setting goals. And some we hit and some we miss. But that doesn't mean we don't stop trying. So let me know what, where, where you're at. I'd love to hear from you. And while you're at davidspell.com, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter. That way you won't miss a single one of my three blog posts that I publish each week. And by subscribing, they'll come right into your, your inbox. And also by subscribing, you'll get the special bonus. You'll get my free subscribers-only newsletter that I send out once a month. It's full of great leadership tips, productivity tips. Um, there's some updates about what Annie and I are doing in Brazil, usually some pictures. You don't want to miss it. So make sure you subscribe uh, at davidspell.com. Like historical fiction? 
Do you like fiction at all? I know some people, it seems like most people are in one of two camps. They they like to read nonfiction stuff or they like to read fiction stuff. I kind of fall in the camp where I like to read a lot of different things. So I read a lot of fiction and I read a lot of nonfiction. But uh, one of my favorite books of all time, and it's one I feel so good about recommending to you because if you haven't read it, it's a book that you will absolutely love. It's called The Killer Angels. And it's written by a man named Michael Shera. And this book won the Pulitzer Prize for, um, for, for historical fiction. And it's a book, it's a Civil War uh, novel. It's set during the time of the Civil War. And this particular book, The Killer Angels, focuses on the Battle of Gettysburg, which was one of the pivotal battles of the Civil War. But it's an exciting novel, and it focuses on the key personalities, and especially the leaders, um, General Lee, uh, General Longstreet, uh, General um, Ch- uh, Colonel Chamberlain with the North is is one of the main characters, and he was. If you've studied the Civil War and you've looked at um, the uh, uh, the battle, you know that that Colonel Chamberlain from uh, uh, Maine was one of the guys who really kept the the the, the North from losing. Um, the very, very important Battle of Gettysburg. And uh, Michael Shera just does such a great job. And, and you know, it's, it's a historical novel, but it's based on true facts. And even some of the conversations are, are based on, on actual documents. So phenomenal, phenomenal read, phenomenal story. I encourage you to check it out. I'll put a link in the show notes, The Killer Angels. Um, just an absolute great book. And if you saw the movie Gettysburg that came out a number of years ago. This is what the um, the movie was based on. But even if you're not a history or a history buff or a or a war buff or a civil war buff, this is a beautiful, very exciting, um, very easy to read novel that I highly recommend. And again, it's one that I've gone back and read over and over again. So so I have no trouble at all recommending it. So the Killer Angels, check it out. Now as we close today, can I ask for just a small favor? Would you go to iTunes and give Leading and Learning a review? Your reviews help push us higher in the ratings and get our content to more people just like you. So thanks so much for being with us today. Thanks so much for being with us on this journey. Thanks for being our friend. And until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to pursue your passion.